2: No, 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 no. Welcome to the Naughty But Nice Show. I'm your host, Shooter, and it's Wednesday. So, my dear friend, Donnie Meacham from LA, LA Donnie, uh, joins us. It's a new name. Hello, Donnie. Do you feel like you are an LA boy now? You'll always be a New Yorker.
1: Oh, yes. I mean, I was there 10 years. I feel like after 10 years, I earned the right to be a New Yorker. But <laughs> yes. it is weird because, so I lived in LA first and then New York and then now back in LA. So, it's like I feel like, you know, I'm both
2: you are on both do you feel like you're coming home or is new york home where do you feel the most attached to
1: honestly i feel the most attached to here i think you do Which, in a yeah. weird way it's just because i get it this is more my speed you know and we don't have winter yes. which i love
2: yes you never like the cold and you're so skinny you used skinny. to feel it oh, terribly i wrap I you up in my hair. coat my arms, throw a sweater at him, somebody. He's trembling, or that's maybe just the way I made you feel. I no, was the weather. Here
1: and I'm wrapped in a blanket now. <laughs> and I'm in the-
2: it's really cold. I'm going out tonight. I'm going to a fancy party, and I can't wait, but part of me is not looking forward to it as much because it's so cold. I have to wear like four coats, so I'm not going to look cute because I have to wear scarves and gloves and sweaters. I just want to go out in my disco dolly top. Yeah.
1: We're like, we're cropped
2: up in a song. <laughs> I feel like a cropped up. Heaven heaven forbid I'll post pictures. Okay, let's jump into the show. One time, is it my friends? Tea time. Tea time. So this week we're going to have a lot of Meghan Markle stories Ooh. because Omid Scopey's book is out, end game. This is a shocking story. We finally know why Meghan didn't attend King Charles' coronation last May. So it was six years ago, six years since they announced their engagement in the sunken gardens at Kensington Palace. Who can forget it was so optimistic? It was so full of love. The future looked so great, and then everything fell apart. Now, according to Omid's new book, I've known him for quite a while, and so people at the moment are being a little bit cruel to him, trashing him a little bit, and I think they're jealous of his success. He has made Megan into a multi-million dollar business for himself. The book's going to sell very well. He's making lots and lots and lots of money, but in the book, he is claiming that Meghan never felt like the UK was ever home, and the likelihood of her returning to the country for any length of time is get this nil that's a very British word nil means zero. Zero. in fact she never really wants to step foot in england again so there goes their holiday plans we uh, there were some reports some rumors that they might go back for for christmas obede is saying that is not the case he goes on to add that she didn't travel to her father-in-law king charles's coronation in may because she refused to quote dive back into the soap opera It is a soap opera, isn't it? I've had to remove myself from some soap operas in my life, admittedly. Not as big as a royal soap opera. It didn't involve an actual real king or a queen, although there were a few queens, let me tell you, involved in some of my dramas, Johnny. But I think this is a good idea. If you don't want to be part of the soap opera, step away from it. Step away from what you don't like. In the moment of Rob, we often talk about this. You can't change people. You Be honest about the situation. If you don't like it, remove yourself.
1: Yeah, no, I agree. It's like... I, I, I'm really with you. I've removed myself from certain situations because it's like, this doesn't suit me anymore. And mm. going into it, it's like, why? I, so we're going to go into it just <laughs> to have some drama. But right. I have a question for you, since you know yes, A little briefly. Yes. Is he, is he writing a book? Is he loose with any facts or is he right on?
2: I think he is normally accurate. Okay. If I had to give him a percentage okay. from zero to 100... I would say a good 80. That's now, good. some people think that reporters should ha- be 100%, yeah. and I get it. But no one's 100%. Yes. If you ask me how I felt about myself today, I might not tell you the whole yeah. truth. Like, you, you never know. And then 10 minutes from now, I might feel different. So I think he tells the truth in the moment that he tells it. It's almost like a photograph. It is a moment in time. Now, he was very, very close with Meghan. They're not as close anymore, though. Like, when Princess Diana did her book with Andrew Morton, now we found out Diana was the source. She went to Andrew Morton's flat and she sat on the couch for hours and hours and he tape-recorded her. He recorded everything she had to say. Diana was the source. That's not true with Meghan. Meghan and Harry, they're not slipping him notes. They're not emailing him. They're not texting him. Him, but he does have good sources and it's interesting because we do this for a living. He's clearly pro Meghan Markle. So all Megan's friends, anyone that's pro Meghan, they're gonna call him. Now if you're pro Kate, you'll probably call Piers Morgan. <laughs> it's like nobody that likes Bethany Frankel will ever call Rob Shute. Because no. I don't like her. So no one's ever now people that hate Bethany, Ooh. oh my goodness, every day my phone blows up. <laughs> so they know who you are by your reporting. Donnie through your work too uh, People follow you, people read you, people listen to your radio show. If you are constantly talking about your love of Beyonce, all the Beyonce sources, everybody that likes Beyonce will call you. If you're constantly trashing her, then they'll seek you out. So it's interesting here. He's made it very clear. He is pro-Meghan. So all his sources are very, very pro-Meghan. I remember once I was working with Jennifer Lopez. Did I ever mention ooh, that? Who? Surprise. Surprise. I mention it all the time. I know J-Lo's like, shut up. She doesn't even remember me, I'm sure. But I was working with J-Lo and E was doing a true Hollywood story. I love them. Remember those true oh, Hollywood I stories love on them. E? And so J-Lo didn't want to participate in it. And she didn't want any of her friends to participate in it. I remember speaking to her about it. And she sort of like, I just don't want this to happen. And E refused to kill it. So I said to Jennifer, good advice. If we pull out... All the people that are going to say nice things about you, do you know what's going to happen? It's going to be full of people that say mean things about you. So I think you should stack the deck here, and Meghan Markle is clearly very, very good at that. She has stacked the deck in this book. She isn't the source herself, I don't believe, but I think a lot of her friends are coming forward. Donnie, if there was going to be a book about you, uh, you should give them Rob Shooter's number. I'd say lovely things. You should give them Delaney's number. uh, She'll say lovely Lovely. things. Don't give them them numbers of people who don't like you, Mm -hmm. and don't take away the numbers of the people that do like you because they'll fill that void with negativity so i think this book here is not it's not megan but it clearly is megan's friends who are the sources which brings us to our poll question of the day Meghan markle did not travel to her father-in-law's coronation king charles because she refused to quote step back into the soap opera is she being smart? Is this a smart idea? Or is it rude? It's it's his coronation. He's becoming the king. It's a big day. Puts a crown literally on his head. Should she be there? Is it smart or is it rude? Hey, go vote on our Twitter page at Naughty Nice Rob. Our Facebook page is Naughty Gossip. And be sure to check back tomorrow to hear your results. Hey, yeah, Donnie, what are you working on? Apart from your hair, I can see you fixing your do. Yeah, That's what you're working on right Charles, now. you.
1: that air jet on CNN? Oof, look,
2: right? It looks good today. I'll take a picture. King, King, oh. Taylor
1: Swift, <laughs> she's flying to Kansas City, where she already flew, to visit Travis Kelsey after finishing her brazil era's tour shows. So look, the woman flew all the way from Brazil <laughs> to Missouri <laughs> to see her boyfriend, Travis <laughs> Kelsey. So if you're ever wondering if this is real or not, uh, when you are flying on a plane, granted, private plane, beautiful private plane, <laughs> yeah. I am sure. But yeah. still, yeah. you have to perform a string of shows. You are exhausted. You are tired. You're Taylor Swift, you went to our show. It was seven hours long. It was a, a marathon. It's Taylor three and a half. Swift. But yes, she got off that. She said, "Get off the stage." She jumped on a plane and flew to see her man. This is very sweet. I think that I am just going to call it now. I, I weirdly see these these two are going to get engaged next year. I don't know why. I, I think you are right.
2: It. I've been talking to almost Taylor sources and they agree with you. They think that this is the real deal. She's head over heels with him. And, he and he's good. head over heels with her. And I mean, she does have incredible resources so that she can do this. It would be almost impossible for us to afford this, even if we could do it. And who can take the time off work? We have jobs. I have a job. I know. I get so angry with some of my rich friends who are like, let's go out drinking tonight till four o'clock. I'm like, sounds great. But A, who's paying for the drinks in New York? And B, I've got to be up at six to do a podcast. So Sweetie, Like it's it's a different reality, isn't it? When you have a regular life and when you have a Taylor Swift life.
1: But we also we can't exclude the fact that he can afford that too. He has millions yes, he and millions and millions yes, he does. of dollars of his own.
2: Yes. Anybody else, he would be considered a cash cat. Yes. If any other boy or girl dated him, you'd be like, I've hit the jackpot. He's a football player. Lots and lots of money, yeah. But with Taylor, he looks like the poor the <laughs> poor cousin. He's <laughs> the you and me of this relationship, don't He's the poor one. one. I know. Can you imagine it? I wish them well. I think this is lovely. And I think, too, the fact that Taylor's making the effort, and that's really what this is about here. You don't have to spend thousands and thousands of dollars. You've got to make an effort. If you want to woo somebody, whether it be a friend, a boyfriend, a girlfriend, anybody, a husband or a wife, make an effort. That's what I say is one of Bruce's best qualities, at least towards me. He always makes an effort. When we go for dinner, even if we're tired, we make an effort to talk and listen and ask ask one another questions. Same with friendship, Donny. You're really good at making an effort. Some people we know, not to mention names, don't exactly make an effort. Don't return phone calls. Don't return texts, don't they? You do. Make an effort. What do you think? Yes,
1: and I think um, I actually just had this conversation with a friend of mine the other day because he was like, Hey, he was like, you seem to have a lot of friends. And he was like, you know, and I've been here and I've hung around these people and I don't hang out with them. What, what is going on? I said, well, sweetie, I make an effort. People mm. invite me somewhere. Yeah. Granted, most of the time I don't want to go, but mm-hmm. I go and I show yes. up. Even if it's for you a minute show up. just to say yeah. hi, people to remember you show up. that.
2: Yeah, show up. Show up up or you won't be invited. Okay, moving along, Mike, the situation. Uh, Remember him from the Jersey Shore? He is now admitting that he spent half a million dollars on cocaine and drugs. So he said when Jersey Shore hit, he had all this money and he was insecure and he was reckless and careless and he just bought all these drugs. He said he travelled everywhere with drugs in a Louis Vuitton bag. He even took drugs on aeroplanes with him. It's wild, isn't it? So he said his life changed really, really quickly. I made a lot of mistakes. I thought that it would actually help my performance, my stamina. It made me more of a star. And he said it didn't. And before very long, he became dependent and even addicted to these drugs. Now, I think this is interesting. He admits that he was already addicted to drugs before the Jersey sure, started filming. But once he started to make all that money, his addiction exploded. This is why fame, money, it's a toxic combination. It's not the first time we're going to hear this story. It's not the last time we're going to hear this story, but I do love that he is now telling the truth.
1: Yeah, and I agree. This is the thing that people don't realize. You know, in the gay community, sadly, you know, cocaine is rampant, and I it's think everywhere. it's out there, and it's everywhere. It's expensive. What it, is? It is not cheap, and my friends are always like, buy they're like buying bags. I'm like, sweetie, you, you <laughs> barely afford your rent, sweetie. How, yes. What do you, How are you
2: affording this? To? It's I expensive. know. It's expensive. Yeah. Half a million dollars. Right. Okay. What's Linda Evangelista having to say about dating again?
1: Linda Evangelista. She says she's not interested in dating after she had a botched procedure. I love the word botched. Mm. It's such a fabulous word. I don't want to hear somebody breathing, which is kind of a fabulous Ooh. thing to say. So she hasn't dated one since a botch cool sculpting procedure left her permanently deformed. She goes, I'm not interested. I don't want to sleep with anybody anymore. I don't want to hear somebody breathing. Which, which mm. just makes me laugh. She's mm. fifty eight years old. She tried to recall the last time she went on a date, but she could only remember it was definitely before her cool sculpting brutally disfigured her face and body in twenty sixteen. So she did go on to sue the company for $50 million before settling last year. But uh, it's kind of sad because I think it's funny because she says she doesn't want to hear somebody breathing. I think that that is a very me and you line to where it's like <laughs> a, a very funny, quippy thing to say. But it's like in reality, if she's saying it's because of the cool sculpting, for me, it's probably mean she's insecure. And so that's why she doesn't want to date because maybe she's insecure about it. But, you know. Good for her, at least she knows now, but also, she's like, I'm Linda Evangelista, I can do whatever I want. She's Linda.
2: I can't imagine your whole life attaching your value to how you look, and that's what she did, she was a model. There's no more clear example than that she was literally paid because of the way she looked. And then suddenly for that to change, you got to reassess everything. And I think that she just wants to be alone at the moment. It's just heartbreaking, heartbreaking, heartbreaking. Okay, quickly before we get a break, Tiffany Haddish's friends are concerned that the star is hiding behind a fake smile after her arrest. So friends and family are telling page six that they're very, very worried about Tiffany. And this is all coming up just After, just after, she was arrested for a DUI in Beverly Hills. So sources say, quote, Tiffany likes to drink and have a good time, but her friends are noticing that she is drinking way more around the holidays. We think she may be lonely and hiding behind a fake smile. She was arrested at around 5:25 in the in the morning. Oh. Nothing good happens at 5:25 oh. a.m., let me tell you. That she wasn't in an accident, but she was hunched over the wheel and the engine oh. of her car was still still running. Now what surprises friends about this is that Tiffany has been very honest about being broke and homeless and living out of a car, and now she's found the type of success that she only could ever dream of. And now her old demons are resurfacing and might steal it all away. Oof.
1: Oh, it's devastating. Because you think about it, It's like Tiffany Haddish. You see her in these movies. You see her out there on doing comedy shows. And like she said, she's putting on a smile. But I think this is something we all do. I think a lot of us mm. would put on a smile. Because what's the alternative? You're just going to be sad and just be like, hey guys, I'm sad all the time. No. So a lot of people, they turn to drinking and back to Mike as they turn to drugs in order to make themselves happy. But at the end of the day, it's never going to work because there are days where I'm sad. I sit at home, I'm drinking a glass of wine, a glass of wine turns into a bottle of wine. And guess what? You're still sad at the end of the bottle of wine
2: doesn't work. Mm, doesn't yeah, it makes it, it worse. And then afterwards, you have a hangover. You're depressed. It's not good. Oh, Tiffany, we are sending you our best. Hey, We're going to take a quick break, and we will be right back. Welcome back to the Naughty even nice Shed. I'm a little shooter with a dear friend, Donny Meacham. Hey, Donny, let's get to the polls. Da-da-da-da. Da-da-da-da. So Prince Harry got the cold shoulder from Prince William... Uh, In the hours just before his grandmother's death, was this disgusting or was it understandable? Let's have a look. 50-50, split down the middle. Some people think it's just so mean to do this while your granny is dying. And some people think it was a good decision. It was understandable because Harry has loose lips. Harry and Meghan do tell people secrets and they did not want the press to know that the Queen was in such severe, severe condition. They did not want any leaks that the Queen was going to pass at any moment. They wanted to get to Belmoral. They wanted to get to Scotland before the press started to turn up. That's why they kept it really, really close. And now they can't trust Harry. And there might be something understandable about that. But I also, too, agree with the 50% who thought it was disgusting, split down the middle. Don't forget to vote on today's poll. Go to our Twitter page at Naughty Nice Rob. Our Facebook page is Naughty Gossip. And be sure to check back tomorrow to hear your results. And now uh, it's our nicest of the day oh. Oh. the nicest
1: of the day jennifer garner who really should just be the nicest all the time she <laughs> celebrated her ex-boyfriend michael Vartan's 55th birthday with a throwback photo she took an instagram and she posted a picture of herself and her former alias co-star i forget they starred in alias together my mm-hmm. god that show seems like forever ago and mm. she goes I can't remember why I was Bavarian. She captioned the post, referencing the dimdies she wore at the time. But I do know today is your birthday. I hope it's a great one, Michael X X S Buristo, which mm. is signing with her character Sydney's name. Oh, I just love Jennifer Garner so much. But I love her. also the photos of that came out about yesterday of um, Ben Affleck and daughter Serafina. I'm just like these two just seem like such great parents, which I make they me do. love them even more.
2: Yeah, me too. How do you feel, though, about posting a photograph of you and your ex-boyfriend, Donnie?
1: I think it's, it's, as long as they're in good terms, which obviously they are, she wouldn't post it. I mean, some, I would, there's a few I would not post of mine, but there's like one <laughs> or two that I would post and be like, happy <laughs> birthday. Blah, blah, blah,
2: blah, blah. Happy birthday. But I'll rest... be watching your Instagram yes. to see when that happens. Yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. If it happens. Okay, I noticed today, Naughty, naughty, <laughs> naughty. Prince William has no plans to see Harry ever again, <laughs> other at perhaps a family funeral. Jeez. So, royal expert Sarah Hewson claims that Prince William has absolutely no plans in ever seeing his younger brother again, except if they both attend another family funeral. She said the following quote, we've only ever seen Harry turn up for big family occasions. He came with Meghan for the Platinum Jubilee and he came back for Prince Philip's funeral and also his grandmother's funeral and then his dad's coronation. But that was a fleeting visit. She doesn't see any other way that Harry will return to the UK. I fear she's right. I hope she's not. But I think that that is where we are with these brothers. Hey, let's end with a moment of Rob. You gotta, you Rob, you gotta Rob. Rob, you gotta Rob, you got a Rob. For 15 or 20 minutes, we love to give you all the celebrity gossip, all the celebrity news, all the exclusives. But for a minute or a moment, we're a little bit more deep. Today's moment of Rob. Being happy is a self-responsibility. Another human cannot fulfill that for you. It's up to you. If you want to be happy, you have to decide to be happy. You can't allow other people to decide that for you. You have to decide it yourself. And if somebody else does decide it for you, it's not real. It's not real happiness. Real happiness is a self-responsibility. It is your responsibility every single day to try. You might not get there, but you've got to try every day to find happiness. When I'm blue... I look at my watch and I decide that I can be blue until the clock strikes the next hour. So if I'm blue at one minute past 11, I'm allowed to be blue for 59 minutes. But the minute that clock starts a new hour, I have a brain, an attitude, a happiness adjustment. You can do it. Practice. Practice, practice, practice. Hey, that is it for today. Thank you so much for listening to the Naughty But Nice with Rob and Donnie show, a production of iHeartRadio. Don't forget to subscribe on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen. Leave us a review if you can. They really, really do help. And remember, all together now, if you're going to be naughty, you've got to be nice. Take care, everybody. Pip, pip.